It is a brilliant bronze for the American Pearson. He's going to the Olympics. We are just a few days away from the 2022 World Triathlon Championship Finals. But before we turn our attentions to those all-important world title deciders in Abu Dhabi, we caught up with Morgan Pearson in Chile at the last World Cup of 2022 at his hotel room in Viña del Mar. Yeah, first race all year and I think first World Triathlon race in over a year too. Like I raced Abu Dhabi last year, but that was November 6th or something. <laughs> That's a good start. Straight into housekeeping. With housekeeping held off, we got into the ins and outs of what Morgan learned from his Tokyo experience, get his take on everything that has happened on the blue carpet in 2022, and hear how he has coped with a full year sideline through injury. Vina Del Mar may not have been the result he would have wanted, but the fifth fastest run split of the day proved that there was much to be built on heading to the season's last dance. Plus, we have a $100 voucher for the World Triathlon Store to give away today. Question from Morgan coming up at the end of the show on that. Here's a clue. Now on with the episode. It's hard because, like, some days I wish I had better fashion, and then other days I'm really happy I don't care about it. So. <laughs> today on the World Triathlon Podcast, we welcome the USA's Morgan Pearson. Back on his first start line of the year in Vina del Mar, Chile. Morgan has endured an injury hit 2022 that has tested his patience, but never his commitment to returning to the World Triathlon front line. A USA mixed relay Olympic silver medalist in Tokyo, his rise to medal on the biggest stage in the sport was fast, and it is to there that he will be looking to return on the Paris 2024 qualification period as it continues. So Morgan, welcome to the World Triathlon Podcast. Thank you, I appreciate it. appreciate being able to do this in person. First one we've done in person, uh, so this is all quite new, and we're in your room. Yeah. Thanks for tidying up. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you coming over. We're, we're not even at the, the race hotel, so I know it's a little walk, but yeah, it's nice. I feel like these are better in person anyways. So, yeah, Vigny Del Mar, here we are. The first, yeah, your first start in a, in a very long time. Yeah, yeah, first race all year, and I think first world triathlon race in over a year, too. Like, I raced Abu Dhabi last year, but that was November 6th or something. So back, feeling in the groove, must be a nice nice feeling to be back on the road. Yeah, yeah, it was a long, it was a tough year for me, and it's just, you like I would say, anyone who's been through an injury probably agrees with me, but you like you, you gain an appreciation for just the small things of, you know, the triathlon, the travel, being with the team, some of the stuff that, you know, maybe seems harder when you're in it and you're healthy and you're just trying to race well, but it's actually like it's pretty cool what we get to do so yeah i'm really excited to be here um chile i've never been to chile this the city is not really what i expected i, I didn't i didn't really know what to expect i thought it'd be like a, a bit smaller but it's super busy here um so it's cool yeah you didn't forget anything vital since this is your first race for quite a long time you didn't unpack and think god i'm usually pretty good about bringing stuff for the race because i kind of like i I tick it off and go through like race day, all that stuff. Yeah. But I feel like when I, I pack for these trips, I have, I always tend to forget like, or not forget, but just pack not enough of like one thing. And I think to this trip, it's um, like running shorts. I always, it always, I tend to like be like, oh, I have enough shirts. I have enough bikes, bibs and jerseys. And, and then like, just, there's just like one thing. Like sometimes it's like socks. I like don't bring enough socks. So I... I'm running a little bit. I've had to wear rewear running shorts, and uh, it's kind of gross. But here we are. Here's um, what it is. Yeah, because this is this is a test event for 
Pan American Games yeah. as well, which so there's kind of a, a bit of a younger US uh, lineup here. Would you say that are I guess that with one eye on on those games next door, uh, November? Yeah, well, there's the Connie Cup here too, so mm. I think that's a big. It's pretty. It's pretty cool that they have both um, both here. So yeah, we have a bigger team. A lot of young guys. Um, so, well, so since we're here, at, like at, literally at re- race weekend, like twenty four hours from from race. Good to like, yeah. Take us sort of behind the scenes of your. So it's the Saturday. It's it's a Sunday race this mm-hmm. weekend, which is kind of unusual, but gives you in some ways like a little bit of extra room. There was the families yesterday. So you know, what is a night last night, two nights before the race, for example? Are you going out for team dinners? Are you kind of? Uh, I. I our team USA is lucky enough to have like a a bodywork person here. So I actually so last night I got a massage at seven, and then I ended up just eating at the restaurant hotel. Um, get a good night's sleep. I woke up, did a fifteen minute run. Um, actually saw the age group race going on, which is kind of fun to uh, made the run pretty fun to look at that. Not a lot of uh, drafting penalties going on there, I think, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, and then I uh, had breakfast, had another massage, really nice, <laughs> I think. Um, Tough, the life on the road. Yeah, like, it's funny, I used to be someone who, like, didn't really like getting body work the week of races, but now I'm, I mean, definitely coming off the injury, too, I'm like, I'll, I'll sign up for an hour one every day, um, <laughs> just take advantage of it, so, yeah, I got that, and then, yeah, I'll do a, I'll do a, a bike ride, and we go to the, this pool tonight at four no four five so i'll go swim at five and yeah i mean training's pretty pretty easy but i mean i'm trying to i'm doing abu dhabi so i'm not trying to rest too much i want to kind of keep keep the the volume up um i mean we did and the bike fam yesterday we, there it was cool we got to do the full court like we did three laps so that's that was actually really nice hmm. um and that was, I mean, you can't really ride outside here. So that's, it was nice to ride outside. I'll ride on the trainer today. And yeah, yeah. so it's, it's been good. Yeah, it's been a fun trip. Has the sort of USAT machine changed during your time, you know, in terms of like the, the personnel that are going to races now that there's the extra medal potential and Olympic games? Just... It's a good question. I, I mean, I... I really don't know because when I started, there was already a relay in the Olympics. Um, I mean, we had our our elite director. Uh, I don't. I forget his exact title. He just he basically quit um, after the Olympic, like a, a few months ago. Uh, John, and then we have a new a new guy who's actually who actually used to do it in the early two thousands. I guess uh, I haven't met him yet. Haven't even talked to him, but I'm I'm sure I'm sure there'll be some changes. But um, I mean, the, the podium project, which I guess when you're at this race, they have a, a bunch of the or project podium guys are here. So um, I think that's pretty new too. I mean, that's, I forget if that was around in 2018 or it started in 2019, but yeah, so that's kind of something different, I think, yeah. from what it used to be like. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think there's always little changes, but nothing, nothing major, I mean... Um, I guess the World Cup setup tends to be a bit more relaxed anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah. you know, if you're coming back from a long injury, then obviously you're going to want to tuck in a couple of World yeah. Cups before hitting the series again straight away. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I listen, I mean, the World Cups are usually pretty competitive. Um, there's pretty good prize money if you do well. Um, the points are pretty good. I mean, it, it's 
honestly, the World Cups are kind of like almost like the bread and butter of the the ITU circuit. I'd say. I mean, there's there's usually a lot more of them than the WTS, and I mean, it's pretty hard. Like to be at the pointy end of a WTS is pretty hard, but you can you can be like maybe a few steps down and be pretty competitive at a World Cup. So I, I mean, they're they're great for you know they're great for anyone. I mean. I don't think there's anyone, uh, any athlete in the world who can who can just show up to a World Cup and take an easy win. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to be here. I'm definitely, definitely taking the competition seriously. I mean, there's there's some really good guys. Um, uh, Sanchez was just on the podium mm. in Bermuda, and he's here. And uh, what's what's the uh, Moroccan guy's name? Uh, Jawad Abdul. Yeah, Jawad. Yeah, Jawad. He was on the podium earlier this year in Hamburg. Mm. So it's like. I mean, it's it's not the deepest World Cup, I'd say, but it's it's definitely a uh, it's got some top end guys for sure. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. Um, I I like, I don't take these opportunities for granted. And uh, yeah, I mean, World Cups are, they're fun and they're always in different places too, which I think is cool. Like, a lot of the WTS tend to be in the same place every year, so I think mm. that's another cool aspect of them. It, this will obviously be going out after the race. But um, yeah, we spoke yesterday as well at the, at the familiarizations. You were kind of, I guess, would you say realistic rather than optimistic about like how you want to, where you're going to place? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's first off, it's hard to predict how you're going to place in a triathlon, like to begin with. You know, like there could be a breakaway and they get two minutes and you're not going to. I'm not in it, and all of a sudden I'm outside the top ten. You know, but so it's 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 hard to predict to begin with, and then especially my situation. I mean. I was, I was kind of dealing with the injury from like the big, well, some sort of injury. It was kind of a cycle for a bit, but uh, from March until all the way through August, it was just kind of like up and down and sideways and I was getting better, getting worse, whatever. And then in August, I kind of just like really shut down and uh, got some, some good help with my, with my injury. And, but as a result, I kind of took most of August off. And then, like I said, I think we talked about it a bit yesterday, but then I kind of built back in September, uh, built back my confidence in my body. And then um, by the early October, I was, I would say, pretty much healthy and pretty much training. Uh, and it's gone quite well, but um, that's not the longest period of time to really do full-on training, five, five weeks or a month or whatever, six weeks, whatever it ended up being. Um, so it went really well, but it's also, you know, you can't expect to have your best races off of like a month of, of good training, especially like coming off six months of kind of uh, bad training. So, mm. I mean, I, I'm, I'm confident in myself. Um, I'm excited to see how I do. I mean, I've, I think I've gotten better at some stuff since I've last raced, uh, but it's also like putting it all together in a triathlon is always a little bit different. So I just... It's. I know it sounds silly, but my goal is just to kind of execute um, a good race and not really make mistakes. Uh, just kind of be in the, be in the moment, be in the thick of it, and and then hopefully get to the run and see what I can do. Then just like it's a little bit le- like when you're on the run, you just go. So yeah. <laughs> but that comment about yeah having confidence in your body as an elite athlete and having achieved what what you achieved, particularly in a in a short space of time and, and to feel um, out of the back of the Olympics presumably in as good a form as 
you've uh, of your career and obviously the start of 2022 amazing as well so uh, to suddenly not be able to do those things it's got to be yeah super tough situation yeah i mean it's the olympics is weird um i mean it's i think everyone kind of has their own you know journey to get there journey there and i'd say like journey afterwards and uh i know for me like i probably should have just shut it down after the olympics it was uh, it was you know that six months leading into it was was a really stressful time for me for i mean for lots of reasons um and i remember just feeling pretty fried i mean i felt i probably fried myself a little bit going into it uh <laughs> as in the amount of pressure you were putting on yourself or like various circumstances yeah i mean but like both like i think i mean i'll just be on it like i like my brother passed away in march and then i took most of march off i mean i was in i was in pretty good shape before that happened and then i i trained for you know six weeks and then qualified in yokohama and made it and then after that i was like I can only get better because I took so much. I took like three weeks off training. Like I'm just gonna improve. So I just I hit it even harder, hit it even harder. And then yeah, like two weeks before the Olympics, I got sick. Um, and like I mean, I have I've I've heard lots of people say like half the field is injured or sick. And like mm. yeah, like I I I try to convince myself that I wasn't one of those people. But I yeah, I wasn't I wasn't ready. Um, who knows like so that what what is already a hugely emotional roller coaster yeah of a thing that that to have those other yeah all so of that yeah on top as well and like i just i mean and that's on me like i i wasn't prepared like i i was i was adding too much into my training into my life like i you know there's a lot of like you go from being this olympic hopeful uh in the triathlon which in the u.s like it's not like the biggest thing uh to like you're going to the Olympics with maybe a chance to medal and um, people just care about you a lot more. Like media stuff is reaching out to me more. I just wasn't, and then I was like, oh, I got a heat train and I gotta, you know, do this. Like, I just, I just like kind of didn't have that confidence to just like stick to what I've been doing. I tried to add a lot more in and mm. also like there's other aspects of my life that got a little more hard to deal with, which again, that's on me. Like I should have been like, no, I'm not doing that. I wanna, I wanna focus on this. Um, that does stuff doesn't matter to me so it just it just became a lot and i just i think i was just really stressed and uh yeah like got got sick and yeah like that's on me it was just, i learned a lot i'd say um were you stretching yourself and putting yourself yeah. into stuff in order to kind of forget the deal with your brother and and so on as well was that like yeah just well of course channeling all of that yeah emotion? and of course i i mean i still was dealing with that like so it's just yeah i was just stretched too thin and didn't have the confidence in myself to like just like stick to my I was training even harder for some reason like it was just it was just it was just too much so I like I take full responsibility it wasn't like I just got unlucky and got sick like it was on me um but yeah like that basically what I'm saying is like I got there and then I was pretty fried like emotionally uh mentally and like physically but then you know you see uh you know Blumenfeld and he's going to do Iron Man and things and <laughs> <laughs> Alex Yee's winning uh, Super League and Hayden Wiles doing like Mal uh, the uh, what the exterior like yeah. you see these guys like and they're still racing and crushing it and you just like I'm like well I gotta go out and cr like I should have just taken the rest of the year off and just gone and see friends that, that I've 
you know, from high school or college and just enjoyed it. But mm. you just, it's a lesson learned, but I just kind of pushed through and I went to Abu Dhabi and I didn't even, I didn't even have a good race. So, and then after that, it was just like, well, now it's time to start the next Olympic cycle. So it was like, it, it was like, I, I blame myself, but like, it was just, I just was like, it was a lot of, uh, but you're kind of glossing over the fact that you came with an Olympic yeah, through yeah. medal here and like we're absolutely like force in, in that race as well. Uh, so, Oh, for sure. No, I mean, I'm listen, like I would, I would much rather, I'm so happy. Like that medal is everything. And like, I'd much rather have a, whatever I got 45th in the individual and then a second in the relay than like two fifths or two fourths even like, mm-hmm. I'm much it's the olympics like the medal is what matters mm. so like and i have that for the rest of my life so yeah absolutely but in many ways that even added to like the stress of it all and uh yeah i don't know i think my body this year just forced me to shut down and chill out for a bit and uh okay. I, yeah because you said like they were it wasn't like a major injury that you were having to get either surgery on or it was yeah. niggly things that kept kind of coming one after yeah. another was it? yeah i mean just to get into it, like the first injury I had was, um, I actually was doing like a running race because I mean, the season was starting pretty late, right? Yeah. Um, started May, so. Yeah. So the season didn't start till May. So I went and did the U S 15 K champs and, uh, I hurt my hand. I didn't, I basically walked it in cause I, I hurt my hamstring. I don't, it wasn't even that bad. I like tweaked it. Um, but then of course I just was like, coming back too fast from that and then I heard my ink my left Achilles like flared up which is an injury I've kind of dealt with in the past and so that flared up and you know the next month I was kind of so that was kind of the time of uh what was the first WTS was it Yokohama, Yokohama yeah yeah so that was kind of around Yokohama and I was maybe oh I can probably do that one if I and it was like and then I just remember this one day I, I did this it was like my third workout back and my the left Achilles like flared up again and then that kind of was just uh that was just kind of it for the the next four months like that Achilles didn't really get better at all I tried all different stuff um I wish I I wish I could have figured out a little quicker because it really like it really I probably could have gotten over it quicker but it's just it's hard to find the right people I guess so so yeah who have been the people around you that have helped you and that you know ultimately whether it might have been your decision or someone else, not decision, but idea to just August, right, let's go, let's kind of cut that out. I, I got an MRI on my Achilles and the doctor basically said like to wear a boot for three weeks. It was actually um, <clears throat> this guy in Austin, Texas named uh, Dr. Noah Moose, who he, he works with a bunch of track athletes. Um, he works with normal, you know, lots of, lots of different people, but uh, I was connected my girlfriend's best friend sees him like every day. She, she's a sprinter in Austin. I flew down there and I was there for a week and I saw him twice a day for like like two hours. So like three, four hours a day for a week. And he just basically like rebuilt my ankle. I don't know, like I just, after I left, I felt like I had a new ankle. Like I, honestly, my it felt better than it had in years. And that oh. that was kind of what's, that. so that was like right at the end of August and that kind of, allowed my Achilles to kind of heal uh, in the right way and yeah, yeah it was is, is that kind of thing like, expensive does that come through USAT how does stuff like that like because presumably yeah I mean know, I don't know I uh, I mean I'll 
so we have like a camps budget being on the national team so mm. when you have a situation about like an unresolving injury yeah. you know how far wide do you want to cast the net how much are you prepared to look beyond what I guess would be I don't know part of insurance or whatever yeah I mean honestly like I, it, I, I would say at the be- beginning of August so that was kind of like the critical month of me getting better that was when I kind of went from like doing normal protocol of you know I went to the Olympic Training Center in US uh, I was in Park City for a while in June uh, getting treatment there at a certain point you just kind of start throwing eggs against the wall or whatever <laughs> you know you just kind of hope for something and I'm just I mean I am happy that I didn't have to get surgery and I kind of sorted out in like a <clears throat> a therapeutic way and not like not some uh yeah, like just fixing something to fix it is maybe will lead to other issues, I think. Yeah, you feel like it's done a fundamental yeah. good, it's been like handled the right exactly. way. And yeah, so like I said, I wish I got, I wish I went and saw him in like March, <laughs> but uh, but at least you have, but at least I'm here now, yeah. and uh, I'm happy and healthy. And <laughs> You're I, not throwing eggs against the wall anymore, exactly. Yeah, and like maybe a different mindset, new appreciation, so. Yeah. Obviously, uh, no one wants to be injured for for six months and miss basically the whole season. But uh, you can't go back in time, and yeah, I'm gonna take what I can from it. Were you and Matt McElroy sort of bouncing off each other a little bit because he's obviously gone through quite a extended yeah. F- yeah. period of forced out as well. And I know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, he 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 was just a good friend. Like he was more worried about me like mentally than anything. Like which was really you know, I really appreciate it. And I mean, obviously he'd been through it. So, but we're also just, we're just, we're close friends. Um, and he just, yeah, I mean that, that meant a lot. So, and he, I mean, his injury was different. He had a knee problem. Um, but he did offer some of the stuff that helped him, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was pretty cool of him. Um, you know, were you, uh, kind of keeping an eye on what was going on through the season and like, you know, the sub seven, uh, the Ironman Kona, like the, the yeah. WTCS has been crazy and how much. Well, like, it's funny. I was thinking about that uh, maybe yesterday that I would say right at the beginning of the injury, I was still kind of like hopeful and I was still watching the races and paying attention. And then I'd say like the middle, I was just, I didn't even watch races. I was like, I was just kind of, I don't want to say like depressed, but I was just like, I didn't really it didn't excite me to like watch the races and I was just like kind of down on it. So I kind of maybe stayed away from watching the races. And then I would say in the past two months when things started to come around, I've, you know, I've been, I've been a lot more into watching the races. I watched, I watched Italy. I watched Bermuda, uh, watched kind of watched the Ironman world champs. I mean, I don't know who watched the whole thing, but you kind of <laughs> check in throughout the day and the, the 70.3, same thing. So yeah, it's been cool. Um, some really good performances, uh, yeah, and I'm interested to see how I, how I can do versus those guys. I mean, I'm racing Abu Dhabi, uh, and yeah, everyone's there. It's going to be a hard race, <laughs> so we'll see. Got an inkling? Come on, I've got to ask you since we're here. Yeah. Uh, you know, Alex Yee versus Hayden Wild, Georgia Taylor Brown versus Flora Duffy, most likely for the time. I mean, obviously, yeah. Leo Berger, Hella Heens, anything can happen, but have you, if your instinct on who's going to take those titles... Uh, I mean, for the girls, I think maybe Flora will win because she's just like, she just knows how to, like, um, put it together on that one day. You know, I mean, obviously Bermuda was super important to her, and you know she she ran faster than ever. I mean, she I don't I didn't 
I didn't. I was surprised. Like, I mean, she did that seventy point three worlds, the what a week before, nine days before, and like, she did all right, but she didn't really look that amazing on the run. I know it was really cold and it was a different race, but mm-hmm. it was like, I don't know. She just knows how to show up when it counts. So it's hard to bet against her. I mean, Georgia's, yeah, a phenomenal athlete. So it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, for the men, it's honestly hard to bet against any of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, if Alex had won Bermuda or even like maybe got second and ran up to Vince uh, I'd probably be pretty confident in his ability to to beat Hayden but I don't know Hayden's pretty good and like Alex looked fired up after Bermuda though he was sort of saying you know this just it obviously didn't go quite to plan but it sounds like he's just like right get me on that start line in Abu Dhabi I want to yeah yeah put that right yeah I mean what we all yeah I think Abu Dhabi is going to be a great it's, it seems like everyone's everyone's back now uh, yeah. you know the, the Norwegian guys and Vince has obviously just had a great race and and it wasn't Yelgeen's injured for a while so like yeah. I guess Martin Van Riel's kind of out of it for the season but yeah it'll definitely be like a very competitive race and I don't know I mean I'll be in it so I don't really want to like put <laughs> guesses on who's going to do well <laughs> <clears throat> has it given you a different perspective watching it knowing knowing that you've had having this like extended period out have you kind of been thinking about anything about the sport from a distance like for one like it's for one like you lose a lot of confidence when you go through an, like I'm not I don't it's hard for me to be like oh like I'd be beating those guys like just being fully honest like um, you know it's impressive what they're doing and like um, I've I've beaten those guys and they've beaten me and whatever like obviously they're they're on top right now and I'm I don't know what my world ranking is like 200 or something but uh yeah it's hard for me to be like super confident in myself um from that point of view but there's also a part of me that knows how hard it is to stay on top um I mean I I don't I don't mean to insult anyone but like I think of someone like Mario Mola who in, when I started the sport in 2018 was like won basically every I mean he was like winning or top three in every WTS mm-hmm. and um, then like fast forward to 2020 and he's not really a huge factor in the in the races and like I know he's got his own story to tell and all that stuff but it's just it's really hard to stay on top um, for a long time so like for example like you, the Olympics last year was like Christian um, Alex Yee and Hayden and like if you, those guys might seem like they're all gonna medal again, but like I would say there's a very very low percent chance that that's the exact same podium. Yeah. So it's like some a lot's gonna change in the next couple of years, and that's just kind of what I'm telling myself. I have to kind of remind myself, and um, I mean, what Hayden has done on the bike this year is pretty really impressive. I mean, I think we already knew he was a super strong biker, but some of the some of the stuff he's done this year. Uh, I remember, actually, I guess it was last year's Super League. He like, he like closed the gap. It was like a, ten, it was a pretty big gap, and he like closed it, and he wasn't even, like, in his shoes on the bike. And I was like, this is, ha-, like, that was. Or Montreal this year when this chain came off. Yeah, I mean, they up. slowed down a lot. Yeah. So, but like, I just remember being like, wow, like that's. So I you mean, think they did slow down and let him? And why? Why? <laughs> why? Well. Yeah, I don't know why they. I think it's just like I think just it's a shorter race. It, it's maybe a with the. I've never done the the uh, what is it called the super sprint 
condensed thing mm-hmm. but like I don't know like I just think I think it's it's easy for us to watch and be like why they slow down to let him in but like when you're in it it's like maybe they didn't even realize he, some of the guys maybe didn't even realize he fell off or like someone like Alex is like well I'm gonna outrun him anyways or like everyone else is like just wants to they don't want to you know if they ease off and he's working that hard he's still gonna be working yeah. very hard to catch up yeah so or I guess. if they go to the front and start working hard like yeah maybe 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 they let Hayden in that's someone that's gonna beat them but they go hard if they go hard at the front then three more guys because they're tired are gonna beat them I, I don't I don't know I don't know what's going through people's head but I just know like it's easy to watch the races and see everything that's going on and when you're in it it's you don't really know everything that's going on no. so it's a little bit harder to uh, understand but yeah some of this like I mean it was impressive to see him do that uh, but I just remember that super league race he like closed this pretty big gap on pretty good riders in like just pedaling on the top of his shoes and I was like this guy's on one (laughs) so yeah that's impressive we said in the intro you had this kind of fast rise through the sport I mean it really was when you were talking about uh, Christian Blumenfeld or Mario you know their race results go back years and years and years yeah 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 and then you are suddenly like in in Yokohama hitting that first podium yeah and uh, and that automatically catapulting you to the Olympic start line and then following it up again straight away so did you feel like despite having only really been in the sport for quite a short period of time that you you know you felt like you belonged at that top table like this was yeah no for sure I mean listen like I I was just talking about how I watch uh, you know the guys this year like and I you know I've lost some confidence uh, whatever but I mean, I know what I can do in training. Uh, I, I, I do believe I'm a talented athlete, um, especially when it comes to triathlon. And, like, I know how hard I work, how serious I take it. And, like, I, you know, I'm not I'm not someone who's, like, training with a big group. And, you know, um, I've obviously haven't raced a ton in the last couple of years. But, yeah, like, I, 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 I know I can be, you know, like, one of the big guys. And um, I plan on getting back back to that level and having people look at me the same way I mean uh we'll see how these next two races go um I don't it's you know it might take me a, f- a few um rust busters we'll see I might I might I might hit it out of the park tomorrow I, I don't know um but like in terms of like a physiological uh standpoint like I know I can mm. I know I can be with with pretty much anyone um yeah and are you do you do you approach it as kind of very much master of your own destiny from are you setting your own training schedules ticking to your own clock quite a lot you said you know you're out obviously you work with Ian in the pool a bit but yeah and, but you're not part of a big group so is that kind of that that's sort of how you yeah I mean for that. me it's pretty simple like it's just how can I be the best athlete I can be I mean and for like how can I be the best swimmer I can be? How can I be the best runner I can be? How you know I I, I try not to overcomplicate it. Um, it's I think it is easy to like overcomplicate the sport a little bit, but you know I try to. But I also try to approach. Um, I try to approach it from like a. You know a logical, a logical standpoint. You know I'm not I'm not. Um, you know it's like. Biking is there's there's different parts of you know for, for example the swimming like you need good start speed you need good endurance you need like you 
I just try to approach it from each stand. I mean, I'm sure everyone does and has their own way of basically saying that, but I'm just trying to be the best athlete I can be. Um, sometimes that means I, I jump in the pool with some other swimmers and some other triathletes. Sometimes that means like, you know, I do a four hour bike ride on the trainer by myself. Um, even when it's like 60 degrees out and sunny like I you know I, I enjoy it and um, I it's it's a great it's a great thing we get to do but at the end of the day I, I treat it like a job and it just makes it a lot easier to kind of get it done um, and just take it serious um, I don't like maybe it's more fun to go re- do a certain ride but like if this is rides gonna make me better I'm gonna do it type thing so yeah like that's that's just my approach it's been my mm-hmm. approach um, and yeah, we'll see how far it can take me. <laughs> so does that make it harder, perhaps, heading into Tokyo then when suddenly it's it's more about the team, right? And you've got to do, tick those team boxes and you've got various other things to yeah. do. Right? You, so you can't like march to your own drum quite as much. Um, uh, was that a contributing factor to that feeling of slightly kind of... Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that, and, but that was on me, you know, like, uh, they, you know, they, a lot of guys started to want to train with me a little bit more um like matt for example matt McElroy, who's a good friend of mine like we just started training together a little bit more but it just yeah it does stuff it just makes stuff a little bit more complicated um i guess you end. don't truly know someone until you've yeah. been in that pressure environment and had, like, yeah and we had trained together before too but it's just like just like little stuff like that but again like that's on me like i could have been like no i just want to keep doing the same thing you know i look at someone like taylor nib and she did a great job of just doing like she I just remember talking to her and she's like I'm just keeping things exactly the same I don't want to change my bike I don't want to change my wheels I don't want to change the where I get a massage and it's just yeah I was like in the moment I was I didn't really put that much value into it I was just like that's cool I I didn't think it was a bad thing but as in in her lead up yeah yeah and obviously she didn't like have an amazing individual race but I just it just kind of stuck with me afterwards um and yeah, that's so like that's definitely kind of hopefully if I can qualify for Paris, that will definitely be my approach there. Um, yeah. So yeah, back into it here. <laughs> that washing machine that will be the first boy probably. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not going to be something that you've missed too much, presumably. But um. yeah, I mean, so I grew up and I was uh, I was in I was on the Jersey Shore, doing lifeguard junior lifeguards open water swimming races like I actually that's like actually I was talking to someone about it um just yesterday my because my first world cup my first race I did I was pretty nervous I'd never done a like a draft legal triathlon I'd never even done like a draft legal bike race or anything like that so I was I was really a bit nervous about the race um and it was in Malulaba and then there was a, a course preview and some of the people couldn't even get out in the waves and I was like, well, at least I like, I'm pretty confident in that. And I, I won't give you a boost. It gave me, it gave me like, it just gave me like a relaxing, like I won't get dead last. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I'm pretty confident in that, in that part of the, the sport. I mean, the waves look, they're like, it's just like kind of a shore break and there's, they're a little bit bigger waves, but once you get past them, it, it'll be pretty smooth sailing, I think hmm. tomorrow. So Yeah. Chile this weekend, then Abu Dhabi, then so you've had a two race season. Yeah. <laughs> Effectively, does that mean you will try and maintain like a regular off season and again like have that like continue to let 
your body heal that yeah. much more rather than just going, well, I'm just going to push on through. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to push on through. Um, I might try to find something the weekend after Abu Dhabi uh, just to do, just to race, to extend the season a little bit longer, whether that's like a running race or um, there's like the 70.3 Indian Wells, which I don't, I would just do it on my road bike. Like I said, I wouldn't even expect much, but just to kind of like... You had a glint in your eye when you were talking about that as if that was... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I probably won't do it. Um, I was, there's... I was talking to someone about like pacing the Valencia Marathon, uh, <laughs> so I have all these dumb ideas. There's a cross country race in the U.S. Uh, and but it's on Thursday. I think if it was on the weekend, um, like a week after Abu Dhabi, I'd be more excited by it. But thir- I mean, thir- it just makes it a quick, pretty quick turnaround to do all that travel. So hmm. uh, maybe maybe I should. I don't know when sign up close. Maybe I should sign up just in case I want to do it. But uh, and then after that, I. Uh, I'm going on, yeah, so I'll take, like, I don't know exactly, but I'm going to Florida and Bahamas for, like, for a wedding and just a little vacation with my girlfriend, and my dad lives down there, so that'll be kind of my break, so I'll at least take, like, some 10 days off or something. I don't want to, I could keep training, like you said, you could just keep pushing through, but but then it's going to be March, and I'm going to wish I took a break. And that is where we'll take a break to bring you this week's competition with our World Triathlon Store partners. Email address coming up for that. And before we head back to Morgan Pearson, don't forget it's a huge week in Abu Dhabi on the horizon. Tune in on triathlonlive.tv from Thursday 24th when we get underway with the Paratriathlon World Championships. Friday the 25th November is a triple header with the under 23 world champs and then the women's title decider. Saturday the 26th of November, it is the men's turn. You can read all about the ins and outs of who needs what to win over on triathlon.org. Now though, competition time. Uh, Okay, I have a question. And is that, the question is, is fashion art? (laughs) Hang on, is fashion art? Yeah, is fashion art? (laughs) Like our fashion designers artists. Okay, so this is a subjective answer. It can either be yes, no, or the most creative answer that you can come up with. And yeah, I mean, I don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. All right. So email uh, podcast at triathlon.org with whatever kind of answer you fancy, basically, to is fashion art. Is fashion like quite dear to your heart then you, you, you walk around in a fedora and no a I actually have bad fashion and I just it's something that I, I it's hard because like some days I wish I had better fashion and then other days I'm really happy I don't care about it so I just I have friends who are like they really care about the, what they dress and what they wear and then like I think it's silly but then I have sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like I wish I cared a little more but then I just am like, I don't, though. So it's it's hard for me to put too much effort into it. Um, so I don't know. I just, it's just kind of a, a, a running joke. But also, like, I, I just, I want to know people's feelings of fashion. Like, I always find it interesting when people, like, really care about it. Um, so, yeah. And especially triathletes who are traveling and have a suitcase, um, one suitcase, and have to do pack for three sports, um, including a bike. But they have these like great fashion outfits. I'm just like, how do you find space in your suitcase for uh, like this fashion? Yeah, I can't even get enough running shorts in. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's 
I guess that's where it comes from. Or that's where it started. Yeah. Right on. Okay, so just to recap, Morgan Pearson wants to know, is fashion art? Reply in whatever fashion, <laughs> whatever way you uh, you want, and we will pick the winner of a $100 voucher for the World Traffic Store um, before the next show. Morgan, thank you so much. It's been great. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Good luck tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>